Welcome to Every Album Ever with Mike and Alex, the podcast where we listen to every single album in the world, one artist at a time. My name is Michael Mansour. I'm joined, as always, by my lovely, wonderful, tall co-host, Alexander Volt. Say hello. I got the meanest, cleanest penis today. We're going from ashy to nasty to classy. Talking about the one and only Notorious B.I.G., a.k.a. Biggie Smalls, a.k.a. Christopher Wallace. Beautifully done. Beautifully done. Good. Deserves the best. God. Oh, my God. Before we jump in. in. <laughs> Dude, I knew exactly what the fuck you were talking about. The, the moment you said anything. Yeah. Those lyrics stood out to me so profoundly. Yes. Okay. Before we get into all that, if you uh, like us, you want to support us or suggest an artist for us to talk about, you can send everything you want to every album ever at gmail.com. You know, tell a friend if you like the podcast, it would be very helpful. Or you can also not do that. Um, uh, if you want to check out more of Notorious B.I.G. after the episode, you could just listen to one of the two albums that he has or listen to the playlist that we've put together full of our favorite songs. It's, it seems kind of unnecessary to be honest with it, with the, with this. It does. It does. But, uh, you know, I tried to, uh, with my picks, try to get some, uh, some like, uh, some gems in there. Or yeah. Something, something like, yeah. Something you might, might have overlooked, yes. but if you want to do that, you can, uh, there should be a, a link in the description of where you're listening and watching, or, uh, there's also a list of not list what the fuck am i talking about you just go to every album there's 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 a playlist for every goddamn episode we've done there's a lot of things if you enjoy us at all there is plenty for you to, to check out uh okay notorious big this is a very also if you're watching if you're not if for audio listeners i uh, like a jackass uh left the mic stand that i typically use at uh my residence <laughs> so i'm holding it like a fucking well, amateur hour i'm holding it like a rapper would hold it yeah okay. that's that's stupid Spit, I, I spitting game i'm not doing that but it's also uh i don't know how because obviously i don't have another mic stand or else i'll be using it i don't hate it nice i don't hate holding it like this nice see i kind of they're so finicky unless we had more expensive stuff it's so like makes a lot of noise if you like take them off and like put them back yeah. on yeah in like the perfect world, I would love to be able to this boom, have it at my disposal. But uh, for the sake of the listeners, yeah, stick it right there. Yeah. Uh, if if we had more money, we could do like the boom ones that make no noise when you move them. Oh, those, are, those are heavenly, heavenly. But also I fucking I'm a I'm a weird, uh, anxious, uptight intense fella uh so i'm tinkering if you if you watch the video at all you see i'm fucking with the mic stand the entire time the entire time <laughs> so this is perfect this is fucking perfect because nice. undoubtedly there's a lot of squeaking going on because of my mic stand usually but not now okay two albums he's two got albums. he's a legend we all know biggie we all know biggie he's got two albums he's got a bunch of posthumous stuff a bunch of post-death things yeah like two or three or three, I list. There's one that came out recently too, like a yeah, year with uh, Faith Evans. His, uh, I don't know if she was his widow or mm -hmm. just his ex-wife. Um, I did not listen to that one, but I did listen to uh, for extra credit that I'll uh, just briefly talk about the other two that are basically like remix albums. So, uh, it's not the duet one. Yes. Okay, do we'll get to it when we get there. All okay, because. Yeah. 
I was going to do the same thing. I was going to mm. pop that one in extra credit. And then I got through half of one song. I was like, this is stupid. Like, I'm not going to do this. Like, it's not even, it's not, it's, it's mostly like redone things yes. by other people. So it, it yes. didn't feel at all necessary. No, it's, it's totally extra credit. It's Total, not, yeah, it's, it's not required listening. Biggie nerds who want more of what he created, not necessarily what he recorded. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, we'll talk about more, obviously. Uh, later. So obviously we just had two albums. First one, 1994, last one, 1997. We, I don't know how long this episode is going to be, but I, I feel like we can do it. No, after NWA, I can do anything. I thought, uh, cause I'm very familiar with ready to die. I thought I'm just going to listen to it once over. Uh, I'll get my notes down real quick. This will be real easy to get all my notes. Mm-hmm. And I listened to the album like three times still. Yes. Because it's so thick. It, it's a juicy album. It's a juicy album. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, the double album is like two hours long. That may, it may be the longest album we've ever covered. Um, I don't remember I, how long. Maybe ELO had a. Uh, you know, no, no. Uh, you mean um, from uh, out of nowhere? Is that what it's called? Holy shit. I don't remember. We've done double albums before, but but nothing. I don't think we've done any that like have cracked the two hour mark. Uh, for sure. I don't believe we have. Uh, I'm going to I'm, I'm looking it up because I feel like an idiot. We may have done like out album. of the blue from yeah. out of nowhere. That's a, yeah. that's a fifth or more song. Uh, How long is it <laughs> out of the blue? I think it's only like an hour seven um, out of the blue by ELO is 70 minutes. Yep. That's not an hour seven, but it's 70 minutes. That's that might be the longest one or that or. um. Trapmaster replica from Ken Beefheart. Oh yeah, that was also, but again, beefy. not two hours like this one. So so yeah, after like I started like had so many notes on the first album, and then uh, I have some swagger, some confidence after doing the NWA one. Mm-hmm. So I am I'm not worried about okay. this being a short album. Our short episode by any means. Not to mention that our previous episode was two fucking hours, two two and a half hours long or something. Yeah, we can we can talk now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're seasoned. All right, we know what we're doing. No, we're not fucking idiots. Okay, what is without a doubt you know Biggie more than I do, and you've been listening to him longer than I have. Yeah, for sure. So, what is your backstory? How'd you get into it? Uh, I think like when I was getting into hip hop. Like, there's always this stupid, like, Biggie versus Tupac thing, mm-hmm. which, like, don't subscribe to that. Like, if you like both, listen to both. There's no reason, yeah. literally no reason. Um, But, you know, at the time and being, like, somewhat of a, when you're younger, you're somewhat of a purist. Like, I was, like, Biggie all day. I've always, mm-hmm. I've always felt more in tune with, like, East Coast hip hop. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've talked about the Wu Tang Clan numerous, as we bo- we both have. Yeah, we're so, quite fans. So, uh, like to to like this day, and not because the feud. I this like I don't like Tupac, mm, but if really? our, our listeners do good good for you, and uh, I'm sure we'll get around to that. Oh, for sure. But uh, yeah, so I've this always like had an affinity for him, and it, this like. Like you said, like you knew immediately what I was talking about. Like that's the way his his lyrics are. They just yeah. stay with you. Oh yeah, they're oh boy, they're fun. They're fun. Yeah, and like 
yeah, to this day, just like ready to die. Never, never gets old, but I'm getting a little ahead of myself. Okay. So let's talk about old Mr. Christopher Smalls. I don't know what his name is. Christopher Wallace is his, uh, Christopher Wallace Smalls, Biggie, his, his, uh, his government name. His go- his go- oh, his government name. Okay. That makes perfect sense. It, it enlighten me because I don't know anything other than the lyrics where he talks about how he's a bad guy. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> well, some of it is true. Some of it's like exaggerated. But yeah, dude was like dealing drugs and shit and uh, super young. Mm-hmm. Uh, he did actually do a stint where he lived in like North Carolina. Um, damn. I don't know why I don't have this on my notes, but Diddy was like at the time this known as, as puff daddy. Oh, I remember. Yeah. I, re- I remember, you know, what? I, I remember when he changed his name to P Diddy and it was, uh, it was, I learned about it as a joke in Jay Leno's monologue. <laughs> and the joke was he changed his name to P Diddy. That, that was the joke. Yeah, it was just a, the truth. Yeah. The truth was the joke. And I laughed and laughed and laughed. No, yes. Well, fu- I'm confused. He has funny names, but you know, he's a, he's a businessman. Uh, uh, he's a smart motherfucker. Yes, he yeah. is very smart despite the name. Um, and yeah, I forget what label he was on and then he bought on Biggie, but the label like dropped him, and then he's like, no, fuck that. We're doing, we're doing bad boy. Mm. And, uh, the first time Biggie got some recognition was on, uh, Mary J. Blige remix for her song, real love. I see. And that was like his first ex- exposure. And then of course, um, you know, I might play the, the most, I would say he got like more clout on the Craig Mack song, uh, flavoring your ear. And the reason I'm going to play it is cause I feel like, like I'm saying that and people don't know it, but once I play it right now, you're going to be like, Oh shit. Yeah. That's that when, song. When did this come out? Uh, this man let me uh let me hit you with it i think 94 okay so before the album though yeah yeah, yeah. so craig mack was also on bad boy so here we go fucking diddy that's him right there there he is Turn, turn that up a little bit. I've never heard this. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. I feel like a fucking noob. I mean, it's really fucking good. Yeah. It's shocking. It's a Craig, <laughs> Ma- it's a Craig Max song, but like putting biggie on there first and uh get more butts than ash trace like <laughs> it's great it's great right out the gate right out the gate he like stole he stole the song mm-hmm. and uh yeah so i think that's when people like he got the recognition on the mary j blige song but when flavoring your ear dropped that was like who is this dude mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. who's this big 
motherfucker. Dude, there's no voice sound that sounds fatter than his. He's, he's got a, he's got an obese voice. He's cr- it's crazy. 21, 22 recording these songs. It sounds like a grown man. Yeah. Oh, dude, for sure. I had no idea he was that young. Super young. Yeah. Super young. Um. So yeah, with like those songs, and then he also put out a single, uh, called "Party and Bullshit," which isn't on the el- any of the albums, mm-hmm. but it's a good song. It's uh, worth listening to. It's a fun song. Nice, nice, nice. And then, uh, yeah, I guess that leads us into 1994's "Ready to Die." There we go. Off the bat, that harp sample. Fucking love that harp sample. The the production is so crazy on this, and it's mostly one dude. But I'll wait till the song is over. You got like that instrument with the distortion. It's a little fuzzy, a little dirty. Yeah. Very subtle. That's not a horn, is it? I don't, it might be. Producers are crazy. They can yeah. Warp. Okay, let's, 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 let's talk about it a little so bit. So obviously best oh, personal fate I, I should preface i i did we i kind of glossed over there's two albums i don't even know if we should do that it doesn't matter yeah. it doesn't matter because it is two albums that means one is by default best and one's by default yeah. worst that's not interesting sure. we like this album yes we both like this album a lot yes uh um, fair to say i think every song on here is a a classic song disagree entirely well of, of course yeah yep. So, like, I don't even know how they pick the singles because, like, if I was, like, hypothetically, I work at Bad Boy and I have to pick the singles, mm-hmm. I don't, I, I really don't know how they did it. What were the singles that ended up? The singles uh, were Juicy. Yep. Big Papa. Yep. And then I don't know if anything else, but those were like That's, the two big ones. Okay. So the two big ones. I definitely see why they chose those. Yeah. Cause well, obviously we all know big Papa. We yes. all love big Papa. Okay. It's, it's what song did they take that sample? It's not a sample. They just kind of copied the yeah. baseline. Um, it's a famous song. I just, lo- two, just two of us, just two of us. Okay. They, it's not a sample of it. It's just sort of a ripoff mm-hmm. of just the two of us. Um, but it's great and it's still it, it's its own song and we all know it we all love it especially if you've seen super bad <laughs> and, and you're a fan of period blood sorry uh and juicy i want to dance every time i hear it and i fucking hate dancing i don't dance i fucking hate dancing but it's it's such a danceable catchy you you love it the second it comes on i de- and those are i i probably the most accessible for anyone even morons to to yes. latch on to um, with Juicy, like to me, the whole album, there's so many like quotable lines and I'm going to read some of them. Um, but like Juicy in particular, like so many lines like uh, Super Nintendo, Sega Genesis. When I was dead broke, man, I couldn't picture this. Sorry, oh, I went fucking great. That's I went so a little good. like uh, Ice Cube at the end there. But um, but yeah, so many lines like that. Mm. Um, the production was done by the dude named easy moby and mm-hmm. uh it's so weird he's not like a 
bigger name because Wait, like, what else did he do? Did he do anything else? Uh, he did some other things, but just didn't for whatever reason, he's not like a household name, like the way like the Neptunes are, but I, the man's production on this is like so perfect for Biggie's voice. And like the man is one of the, the best like storytellers in hip hop. And that goes back to like the lyrics just staying with you. And like, you just need like one line and yeah. it, it paints like a picture. Uh, I think because I, I didn't have a lot of experience with, with Biggie up until a couple of years ago, I, I heard this album and I didn't love it. Mm-hmm. I, and what my, my, what I remember from that was the song one more chance I loved it so much that it, it made the the rest of the album seem like bullshit to me. Not bullshit, really? but like musically, one more chance is incredible. Yeah, like it has an annoying intro and like even the the, the female vocals are a little cheesy. Uh, but the actual uh, the actual melody is so creepy and and like I, I oh I love one more chance because the overtly like sexual lines in there. Yeah, it's pretty gnarly so we got uh honey's call me bigger the condom filler hits you with the dick make your kidney shift so recognize the dick size in these carl canny jeans oh my god so it's gnarly all right it's fucking gross one more okay go go. because uh on the tribe called quest episode i was talking about like how rappers don't like uh going down on girls right 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 found another lyric ah Used to lick the clits a lot, but licking clits had to stop because y'all don't know how to act when the tongue goes down below. Ooh, shit. Ooh. So I found another one. Oh. Found another one. Rappers do not. But I mean, Biggie, we're, we're building a case against rappers not going down on things. But in, in Biggie's case, it's kind of like, I'm too good at it. I can't. Too good. Yeah. I'm too yeah. good at of course, it. Of course he is. I mean, the, the guy loves to eat. Of course he's going to be good at it. <laughs> <laughs> of course he's gonna be good at it no arguments but the song that the mute kids so yeah uh this thing this i have a lot of mixed feelings about this album because musically it's like hit or miss for me and this song is such a hit it's creepy and spacey and pretty all at the same time this song like mm-hmm. this song the melodies in this song and then it, man it gets dark in the intro like the baseline is so fucking dark and then other songs not quite not quite anything to me but 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 his rapping from beginning to end is uh is it's like man it's in his phrasing is so fucking inventive like no two verses are the same everything it's like uh, this is a weird weird comparison but it reminds me you know street drummers how they have like a, a fucking empty drum mm-hmm. and they're just going ape shit with these crazy drum rolls it's something out of nothing it made willing is it's it's like a it's not a beat it's just a bunch of shit mm-hmm. that's what i feel like his voice is it's it's fucking you're drawn to it it has great rhythm to it but there's no it just keeps changing and shifting the the music is always consistent and it's really repetitive which is fine it's, it's mostly hip-hop but his phrasing and his rapping is constantly moving so much within one song. Mm-hmm. It keeps every song being interesting, if, even if I don't care for it musically. Yeah, for for like a, a 21, 22-year-old to be able to to do that too and like on his debut album, it's, mm-hmm. it's fucking insane. It's, it's bonkers. Um, 
yeah, like fucking give me the loot. Give me the loot. Give me the loot. I've been robbing motherfuckers since the slave ships. <sighs> fucking again, he this needs like one line and it's so mm-hmm. it's so like like you get it. Mm-hmm. Like he's been forever. Yeah. Forever. He's been robbing. Do, uh, That's the problem with hip hop these days too. There's not enough songs about robbing people. There's very little. I mean, maybe they are. I can't understand them. Mm-hmm. I sound, I, I sound like fucking angry old men. Yeah. I mumble rap. Um, another, because I don't know when we would talk about them again. If you like songs about robbing people, fucking M.O.P. Annie Up. Uh, Annie Up. Yep, that fool. Is that as Yappa? Yeah, for Rob. Synonym for oh, interesting. <laughs> I learned Take something. jeans off. What? Take clothes off. What? Like, dude, Annie up. All right, all I'm right. gonna show you'll. You might recognize it. Okay, after. okay. I, I, dude, don't bet on that. Like, we, as we just learned from that first big song we put. Yeah. On. But uh, actually, here's a, a question I have. Like the the title track, which is fucking awesome. Uh, streaming version removed samples yes yeah and that happened that's like that's a recurring thing yeah so i'm glad you brought that up because i didn't know how to segue into it so 2006 uh it was ruled that the album like heavily violated copyright infringement (laughs) i mean this and every other rap album (laughs) yeah and some people like question like bad boys like legal defense because they're like some lawyers are like i think i could have like got them out of this mess really? like i think they were in the right this because like it wasn't it was kind of like the wild west uh hip-hop sampling in the 90s and 80s and there weren't rules per se that were like grounded or definitive so some lawyers have like questioned like bad boys defense team but for whatever reason uh, it was just found in heavy uh, copyright infringement. Mm. So any version of the album you get pressed after 2006, uh, it has these edits and the the samples are not on the album. I'm so curious. What are we missing? I'm not a hundred percent sure. It's not, it's not a big deal. I'm sure if people want to go on like YouTube or torrents or whatever. Right. It's it's there. Um, So yeah, there are two different versions of the album and obviously anything you listen to on streaming is going to be these, these posts. Right. Right. Oh, six versions. Interesting. Well, it's judging by this alone. It doesn't seem that bad. No, it's not, it's not awful. It is like distracting because you're like, am I listening to like the clean version of that? As dude, I'm not a full on purist, but every once in a while, I'll be like, I want the original experience. Yes. I want to know what it was. Uh, but you know, life sucks. Uh, suicidal thoughts. Oh, dude. So heavy. Oh, dude. I, man, I was casually listening to this album casually Mm. driving around parked, sipping coffee. That song came on. I had to stop everything. I had to it's, put everything on hold. I had to stop. And this is a this is a very rare for me. I fucking pulled up the lyrics and I was following along. Nice. I was like, God damn, this this you, you never do that. I never do that. Ever. I never do that. No. Ever. That song fucked me up pretty good. It was like relatable in the darkest, most fucked up ways. It is. Like like yeah, because usually if you say you're gonna commit suicide, you get committed to like the loony bin. Yeah. But uh here's 
Biggie just fucking laying it out there. Yeah, at the time uh, I saw it was called Cobain esque. Uh, just because it involves suicide. <laughs> yeah, and Nirvana was real. You can't just hijack the the concept of suicide. No, but at the time, like Nevermind was huge. Oh yeah, it was a gigantic album. Even like Notorious B.I.G., who sounds like nothing, yeah. has nothing to yeah. do with Nirvana or grunge, couldn't escape the comparison. So that's wild, man. When a, when a band just takes over the entire, what's the word zeitgeist? Is that the right word? Have, yeah, I yeah. think so. Yeah, it's a. Uh, bizarre and i think poorly a poor placement of adoration mm-hmm. i think we're gonna get over it pretty quickly but uh still a very good song and it, it uh, 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 ugh, i'm getting tongue-tied it's short it is and yep. that's something i appreciate with hip-hop songs because it may be an over uh generalization but man do they a lot of hip-hop songs drag the fuck on oh yeah they don't know how to wrap yeah. it up dude like i always really appreciate short rap songs um there's a few that that immediately jump at me, mostly by atmosphere, because that guy, man, I love atmosphere, but I also hate atmosphere. And but sometimes, man, he'll just throw out like a two minute fucking banger. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, he's, he's still the best. Guy. Yeah, yeah. Awesome. Uh, <clears throat> I like I like warning to me. That's just like one of the best stories too. Which one's that? Remind me. Uh, I'll just play it for you mm-hmm. and the listeners. Um, to me, like that song just transports me. I mean, every song does, but this one, um, I like how he puts like different effects on his voice for like different characters. So this is warning. Oh, the Mad TV intro. Wait, really? Yeah. Holy shit. Why didn't I put it together? I don't know. That's amazing. We're going to get... the fuck is this? Picture me at 5.46 in the morning. Crack of dawn and now I'm yawning. Wipe the cold cold out my eyes. See who's this page of me? Yeah, like, it's my nigga yeah. pop from the baba shop. Told me he was in the gambling spot and heard the intro. Uh, Alright, okay. Um, dude, I was a very avid Mad TV watcher as a kid and I didn't it didn't it didn't register when I was listening to yeah. this. And well, actually I I gloss I I brushed past it like way earlier i brought up that i didn't like this album when i first heard it years ago because of how much i love one more chance mm-hmm. that didn't seem to be the case this time like i i like the album a lot and i it's i still like that song the most and like yeah. i still prefer it but it didn't ah, that's a random song for you to it like. didn't take away my enjoyment of the rest of it because the rest of it is like Time like uh, era appropriate hip hop where you know you, you hear samples that sound like they were made probably taken from like oldies and stuff or or, or like old R and B, uh, but that one just felt so different and creepy and dark. Uh, but thing is, a lot of this album doesn't make sense uh, as a like 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 um. So you have juicy, so it's this super poppy, uh, catchy, bass heavy, danceable as fuck, and then you also have me my bitch, yep, which is the ugliest hip-hop song maybe ever and i and it's fucking I, awesome as well but just in a completely different way also me and my bitch to me the most like i don't know infamous notorious like best lyric of all time oh best lyric of all time we know what it is you you know what it is listeners and viewers you know what it is you look so good huh i suck your daddy's dick like <laughs> you look so good i suck your daddy's dick <laughs> this dude this dude like 
in a genre that is so homophobic, homophobic, absolutely rampant at the time. Like this guy had the fucking balls to say that, and I don't think anyone like really like who's gonna fucking who's gonna step to him. Look at this motherfucker behind us. Look at this guy. You're gonna question that motherfucker. He's so big. (laughs) Imagine him fucking like Faith Evans or Little Kim, and that. I'm so glad that picture came up because yeah. then the the fuck me interlude with little Kim. Okay. It's so funny. It's, okay. th- that's the other thing we didn't talk about Biggie yet and why I think he's so endearing. The motherfucker is also funny and he <laughs> knows funny. it. Dude. He knows it's, it's funny. It's funny. Uh, I, I really am not a fan of uh, skits on rap albums. Dude, I hate the intro. I think it's too long and it's overdone. I get it. I get yeah. like it's supposed to be his life story, but uh, that skit particularly is hilarious. Little Kim, you kills it. <laughs> you, I got it. Written you got down. it. You got it. I was gonna say it, but you, go ahead. Go You're ahead. Chronic smoking, Oreo cookie eaten, pickle <laughs> juice <just> drinking, <laughs> chicken grizzle eaten, biscuit sucking motherfucker, V eight juice drinking. Slim fast, blending black, greasy motherfucker. Look him, look him. So good. Yeah, so good. So good on that. It's kind of it's kind of like upsetting. She does like doesn't rap on this album, but like, oh man, it's so funny. And yeah, like I think I'm. or I like to think I can't say for certain. I like to think they know they're funny. Like, I mean, there, pe- there's no way you do that with the like straight face. And you're like, yeah, that's like cool. That's dope. Like it's so over the no, top. No, no, it's, it's for sure. It's a joke. I, and I, I love it. I think it's great. <clears throat> uh, the songs that I really can't stand musically. And because I care so much about music over lyrics, there's, Real quick, there's only uh, like one song that I think is weak, so I'm I'm gonna dispute all the. All okay, it. okay. So if it weren't for Method Man, I would not care for the what. I if I it, disagree. It, I, I love the beat. I love really. Yeah. Oh, I, I I love the what. That's like the strongest like Biggie Wu Tang collaboration. I mean, I, Method Man is really cool. <laughs> <laughs> like Method Man, dude. When, I, I don't hate the song, but it's mostly because of him, honestly. Yeah, when Method says a spit on your grave and grab my Charles Dickens, fucking yeah, hilarious. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking hilarious. Also, the the fucking wordplay and double entendres. Of yeah, like it's all clever. It's yeah, all yeah. clever. It's all funny, and it's more importantly, it's phrased in a way that that is engaging, and that's ultimately the thing I like most about rap is that. I mentioned this, I think probably Tricot Quest episode, episode 21, um, that what I love the most about rapping is their voices. I, I hear them as drums. Mm-hmm. I hear r- rappers rapping as drums because you're, it, you're not the only ones like not to, that's not like a diss, but like a lot of people view yeah, it that way. It, Cause it's, it's all rhythmic. It's, uh, it's, they're not singing really, but, uh, they are using their voice. It's just, it, it, it's with, it, it, it inspires that same kind of love that I get when I hear like a really const- well-constructed drum solo. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dude, I used to get feels on a bitch. Now I throw shields on the dick to stop me from that HIV shit. Uh, Man. God damn. I forgot why I brought that up or wait, was it like the beat or like what is, uh, I don't know, but 
Uh, don't care for everyday struggle. Oh, I disagree. I love the production. I like. I've always liked the 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 main chorus in that song. I like when he says, "Sometimes I could hear death knocking on my front door," and you get the two two snare mm-hmm. hits. Mm-hmm. It's all it's clever. I just I just they just are dwarfed those songs and uh like i actually don't even hate everyday struggle on the what that much the ones i do hate i actually hate are respect and unbelievable okay so i don't have notes on those so i'll let you i actually hate those respect is just annoying fucking reggae yeah the oh god i think that's also like whenever you hear like reggae stuff on a biggie album because his mom was jamaican so i think that's mm-hmm. like him trying to marry those two worlds uh-huh. and it just doesn't it's not it's not a home run with mm-hmm. biggie and his voice because his voice is just so it's so like it's weird it's not like a stereotypical new york accent no it's it's butter it's <laughs> Is that it's, a fat joke, Alex? It's butter on butter on top of an extra large pizza that he is resting on top of his stomach and going to fold over like a taco and fucking eat it in one sitting. That's a very disturbing image. Although butter is keto, Alex. So maybe oh, he was onto something shit. there. Yeah. You know, uh, I forget who said that. I was watching something and someone said they like walked in to interview him and he just had like a fucking pizza resting on his oh, you, gut. You didn't make that up. No, I I made up the part about folding it up like a taco and <laughs> but he did have a pizza resting on him on his gut. Yeah, That's someone f- saw that. <laughs> uh, okay, Jesus Christ, I love this guy. I unbelievable. I think is the only one I refuse to sit through again. Mm-hmm. Even respect, I don't like it at all. But it's less offensive to me than unbelievable. There are fans of unbelievable. I don't believe it. <laughs> uh. Uh, also the album is so fucking long like because it's like what an hour four hour five something like that hour 17 hour whoa really yeah that's really fucking long who shot you and just dreaming are bonus tracks though that like newer so the original like if you listen to like the original Mm. one it's uh it suicidal thoughts is supposed to be the last track oh okay that makes sense to me that makes perfect sense uh because when I when I heard, it, I was like, "Why isn't this the last track? This makes perfect sense." It should be, yeah. yeah. Uh, with the 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 two bonus tracks, those are fucking solid too. Those are great. Who but, shot Who shot you is one of my favorite like Biggie songs. I love I love the the beats. It's like one of the best best beats too for Notorious B.I.G. Yeah, it, they it would have fit much better uh, spread out within the album. Those two tracks, yeah. Maybe and, even replacing Respect and Unbelievable. <laughs> some would say. Uh, yeah, but just, it, it's still super long and like if with that length it's unnecessarily long to have an album that's an hour and 20 minutes especially when those songs are like so much weaker uh like notably weaker musically mm-hmm. Music, lyrically they're all fucking great but <clears throat> i don't know it's it's fucking long and i don't think it's perfect but this is it's still i get why it's a classic and the skits goddamn the skits i'm not a fucking fan of most skits uh Anyt- anytime you bring in sex sounds like like the one where the, the chick's blowing them mm-hmm. like it's just off-putting to hear all those slurping sounds when i'm <laughs> like bumping music driving oh give it back to shaggy sorry uh, that's an m&m uh, <laughs> Jesus. um 
What did I want to say? Uh, Mike, you're stupid and wrong and go home. You know, so, no, because he's still, you didn't like do anything too offensive except for the what? <laughs> uh, <laughs> oh, okay. Big Papa is like, um, yeah. So even though that's like later on the album, he was kind of rapping at a faster, like more high pitch. Mm-hmm. And for some reason, when they did that song, they were like, that's, that's it. That's, that's your, the, oh, really? that's your fucking, that's your voice. Mm-hmm. Uh, so thankfully, you know, they discovered that and kind of went back, but, um, that song, like, again, the whole East coast, West coast thing is like real stupid in hindsight because there are like, uh, Snoop Dogg and Ice Cube samples on this album and like uh Big Papa was inspired by Snoop Dogg and Ice Cube's uh Good Day and I love me some Good Day I like quote that song all the time if people tell me they're having a good day I'll be like well did you see a blimp that said Ice Cube's a pimp <laughs> and if they're confused I don't want to be friends with them yeah, yeah yeah but if they get it then uh there it is fast friendship and then yeah uh I would argue Big Papa is uh slightly better song than good day i would i would not say slightly i say significantly significantly and that is just one man's opinion because i don't like the sample of of good day it's arguably the bigger song the one that more people can quote for sure yeah uh yeah but for me it's 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 all musical for me Mm -hmm. um it's just i mean i i I keep i'm probably gonna get shit for for saying it's a ripoff of uh just the two of us but Listen to them back to back. Listen to them side by side. And I dare you to say that's not like the same fucking song. Like big, big pop also has my favorite. Like there's a lot of like Diddy just talks. He's not like a rapper per se. He's just kind of like a businessman who's there. But that has my favorite one when he goes, uh, tell your friends to get with my friends and then we can be friends. (laughs) Like, Damn. If I ever said that to a girl, game over. Game this over. Is, nothing's happening after that. Absolutely not. Yeah, this don't man. do that. Don't do that. Alex, don't do that. But sometimes it's it's because uh he this uh, it sounds so stupid. Sometimes it's just funny to say it. It is absolutely hilarious. Not to, to strangers, but like with my friends, like yeah. uh like with Dylan, all this Dylan is a friend of ours. Well, yeah, well <laughs> for whatever reason. If it comes up or we're talking about girls mm. or like we see a group of girls, we just like look at each other and be like, tell your friends <laughs> to get with my friends. <laughs> you say it to your friend. You don't say it to the ladies. That's how you get it out of your system. Oh, yeah, all I heard was Alex is a sexist pig. But Sex, yep. this I, is, I mean, it's what, what more is there elaborate? Is there too elaborate on this album? I mean, it's all I mean, like we, this is it, it. People love it. Yeah, it's, uh, it's going down as one of the best. I mean. I just want to like machine gun funk when he says beat motherfuckers like Ike beat Tina. Uh, Oh, that's not the first. Yeah. He does it again where he references Ike beating Tina. Yeah. But I like that he says it and then he sings what's love. Yep. Yep. Savage. Savage. On the bonus track, he he makes the same joke. Joke. I mean, it's not a joke. It's just a reference. Uh, But the way he does, it's funny. (laughs) Uh, What? everyday struggle i also like uh ged wasn't big because i wasn't getting paid 
This fucking man, fucking poet. The man's a poet. And then I think, do I have any other? Okay, last, last. Uh, okay, okay, one that I like. Uh, I got techniques dripping, dripping out my butt cheeks. Sleep on my stomach so I don't fuck up my sheets. It's so gross, but also so good. Like you get it. Yeah, I get it. I he could have just said the techniques were dripping out his butt cheeks, but he went a step forward to describe how how uh, how chronic it is. The man paints a picture. Yes, absolutely. Yes, he's a he's a visionary. He is a visionary. Fucking man, it's it's like it's such a conundrum to think about. Like, would he have been able to like? keep it up or would he have like he probably would have recorded some bad albums that's just the nature of of mm-hmm. making art so so let's move on to the second and final album this is 1997 life after death i wasn't exactly ready for that so i'm sorry i'm pulling it up yeah let's uh kill time and da, 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 da. all right up. here we go okay okay here right, we we're go so earlier this album takes place immediately after suicidal thoughts right i saw i skipped the intro but if you listen to the albums like, you can listen to Suicidal Thoughts right into the Life After Death intro. Yeah, yeah. It references, it literally pulls the sample from Suicidal Thoughts. Oh. I'm sitting in the crib dreaming about Learjets and Coops. The way salt shoots and how to sell records like Snoop. Oh, there he goes. So he references Snoop again. Yeah, so yeah. it's like... Who the hell is this? I get up quick, cocks my shit. Stop the dogs from barking, then proceed to walking. It's a face that I've seen before. My nigga sing, he used to sling on the 16th floor. Check it. I look deeper. I see blood up on his sneakers. And his fist gripped the chrome for fifth. So I did. Nigga, okay. is you creeping on Let me? us chat. Okay, so this was put out 16 days after he died. He's oh. gunned down in Los Angeles on right. March 9th, 1997. Um, so it's very creepy. Like, I don't think, I don't think it was like, I think it was done. So like I skipped the like talking intro track, but it's very like, Oh, there's a lot of foreshadowing his own death in this. I mean, yeah, even like ready to die. And I think that's why, like there was some like disconnect where people would be like, well, rappers aren't like really about this life, but you don't. I don't really want them to be about that life. Like, like uh, there's some shit with Rick Ross where people found out he was like a correctional officer. Uh huh. But like, if if you want to play a character, fine. Because yeah, it was not worth uh, you know, Biggie dying and and all that. Yeah, pretty pretty fucking gnarly. But as far as the album goes, uh, I hate this album. Do you? I fucking hate it. I I dislike it so much that I was I was completely blindsided by how how fucking bad I thought it was. Oh man, I don't think no, I just don't think you were like prepared. Like 
It's hard because it's really long. It's long. We mentioned at the top of the episode, two hours. It's real long, but man, there are some gems on here. Oh, I fucking struggled to find one, man. I hate it. Okay, so before we get more into it, I feel like uh, the song we played right now, Somebody's Gotta Die, that's like followed up with Hypnotize. Yeah, that's that's a very recognizable um, example. And for me, that doesn't, it doesn't really work because that's the kind of like, it repeats itself. It'll give you something heavy and then I'll give you like this poppy danceable shit. Yeah. Yeah. And like, it's not that it's, that it's bad. It's this, it really, it does wear on you, but like, man, I can't like, like I can't deny hypnotize. I can. And I'll tell you why I can. Uh, it's because it's, it's got a great main sample. It's a fucking boom, 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 boom. Sorry. I'm going to play. And, I'm just going to play. Oh, uh, that wasn't good enough for you? No, 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 That wasn't yeah, good yeah. enough? All right. Also, I don't feel like we played oh, enough. Yeah, no. I'll dig it. Oh, oh, come on. Like, so this is like so poppy. Yeah, compared to the opening job, for sure. Not the poppiest song he has, but. We all know know it. It's not juicy poppy, but it's still, compared to the first track. It's slicker. Yeah. And it's not that that, that's bad or any any of the song is bad. It's that it introduces immediately on that song, not well, immediately in the album, mm-hmm. in that song, uh, th- something that will, will recur throughout the entire two fucking hours, which is how they don't know how to do a fucking outro. They uh, just repeat that the chorus. That goes back to what you were talking about earlier, where they don't know how to wrap it up. They they exactly don't know how to wrap it up. They all, uh, that song for sure, Fuck You Tonight, featuring stupid ass R. Kelly. Dude. Dude that one, and then... Uh, I love the dough. Those are just three examples. It happens mm-hmm. throughout the entire album where instead of an outro, it just repeats the chorus for like two straight minutes. Not yep. even exaggerating, like two straight minutes of just the chorus or no elaboration, no variation, no rapping, mm-hmm. nothing. Just the same chorus over and over again. Uh, inexcusable. Garbage in terms of a musical standpoint. That's fucking, that's awful. Awful. Hate it. Hate it. It pissed me off. Okay. So. All right. Counter argument. Kick in the door. Fucking great song. It's good. I love how fat like the beat is. And it's like the perfect marriage of like that screaming Jay Hawkins sample with Biggie's voice. Like you hear that beat, that sample, and you can just picture a fat guy walking down the street. (laughs) It's so good. And then one of uh, my favorite Biggie lines Jesus, get off the notorious penis. Like His, get, the way he rhymes penis with things, dude, it is pretty. It's, it's a masterclass. Yeah. Masterclass. <laughs> also, like, it's funny because, like, when I heard it, I like pictured like Biggie fucking Jesus. And he's like, get off. Like, oh, I don't know if anyone off-putting. else did that, but like for sure. So Alex, no one else did. So that always makes me laugh. Okay. R. Kelly. Terrible, awful person, awful human being. But obviously, Biggie, Biggie didn't know that. So no, I mean, uh, everyone worked with him even after the whole piss scandal. So no, it, no one's no one's innocent and no one is guilty. Yeah, give a shit. So oh man, fuck you tonight makes me laugh. That song fucking blows, dude. I fucking it, hate it. It it makes me laugh. I don't care. It's fucking hilarious. <laughs> 
I love blunt RMB RMB songs with with this cussing in it. It's it's like the stupidish juxtaposition yeah, ever of yeah. nice music with like gritty horrible <laughs> yeah, things. Ridiculously uh, awful lyrics with we just like, <laughs> like but it's it's for sure hilarious. Yeah. Um, okay, and then you brought up I Love the Dough, and it's not a home run for me, mm-hmm. but I do think the track is ambitious because you got like the heavy synths, the violins, and Rod Stewart's Do You Think I'm Sexy? Again, not, song a, too. <laughs> not a home run, but it it is, it is, uh, it's ambitious. You got What's Beef? He's fat. He knows what beef is. Uh, Damn right. Where's the beef? And then uh, Mrs. Mrs. Bleed. And to me, those two songs are like the most like biggie songs in the sense that they're like menacing. Uh, it's kind of like the perfect marriage of his vision of like mafia, mafia stuff and hip hop music. And those two songs, like you can picture like the beats and the music being on like the Godfather soundtrack. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, yeah, those songs uh, work for me. And then uh, I talked about it. I talked about it on our police episode. I'm going to talk about it again. <laughs> that is episode five. Yeah. It feels like so long ago. Dude, Fuck, man. Uh, I don't know. Wait. Was it Mo Money? Well, Mo Money, Mo Problems is one of the most overrated, overrated, most ridiculous music videos <laughs> ever, oh, ever the made. Video. The music video is one of the most ridiculous things ever made. And uh, I don't know. It w- yeah, sorry. It wasn't that. But I think they played it um, real quick. The music video, this Mace and Puffy and these like fucking Puffy. Like, no pun intended. This huge, ridiculous... Well, like, like Missy Elliott status? Almost there, but <laughs> without the inflation. Like, okay. the clothes are just big on their own. <laughs> like, I can neon colorful suits. There's, like... <laughs> Horrible style! The worst it's style. awful. It's awful. There's, like, this, like, little, like, golfing mini story. It's one of the most bizarre things ever. And then... Yeah, and then the VMAs, like, I think that's, like, the first VMAs I, like, really remember. Because <laughs> you were traumatized? I was traumatized. All the black people were wearing white, and they're <laughs> doing I'll Be Missing You, and then uh, Sting comes out, he's wearing black, and it's just so, it's so <laughs> stupid. Do you, Alex, do you get it? Do you get I the, get it. Hey, I get no, it. do you get it? It's the dichotomy, you understand? Yeah. Sting. <laughs> Sing. No, I'm sorry, but that's it. It's pretty fucking ridiculous. That's awful. <laughs> and then I think so. They did. I'll be missing you. And then they went into the fucking. Uh, I think they went into more money, more problems. I may be wrong, uh-huh. but it's just a a like pivotal music memory that's never right. gonna leave. Yeah. Nor should it, because it'll, it'll guide your future decisions, as it probably has. That's a stupid comment. Uh, okay. Uh, one more last compliment before I go into the shit fest. I got a story to tell. I don't love it. I don't like it that much. Great sample, though. It, it sounds like a synthesized guitar, but it works. Mm-hmm. And it's got really, I like, I don't know, something about a, a nice uh, rim rim snare. That sounds, I don't mean, that sounds almost sexual. The rim of a snare when you just, yeah, yeah. I love that sound. I yeah. dig the sound. That's what that's what they're doing in that song. Cool. How, okay, the rest. <laughs> I'm going to, I'm going to, I'm going to jump right into it. All right, I'm going to jump right into it. Into it. 
another and, Anop- and, Anop- and play a hater. Let us let us talk about Biggie's vocal abilities when he tries to sing. Okay, so I don't like another. I wrote. I really hope not. <laughs> that could have been a great song, though. That could have been done in like as like a biz marquee. You say he's just a friend. You you got, got what I need. Cause like Biz knows his voice is ridiculous and like embraced it. Yeah. And made it fucking like work. Put on another. Let, let An- the audience decide An- how bad this is. Another would be like if no one told Biz or if Biz didn't realize like I'm not a singer. So here we go. And then sadly, this is like where little Kim actually gets to rap. Damn. Already I hate it, but I'll stop. Whatever, whatever. You This could have worked. This could have been funny. What the fuck? It could have been. This is hysterical, dude. This is fucking. Holy shit, that's the funniest thing I've ever heard. It's holy shit. That production is too slick and clean and serious. No, it's that he has no sense of pitch whatsoever. Whatsoever. I, that's what I mean. That's what I mean. It could have been funny. <laughs> it's fucking still funny. It's hilarious. I mean, it's if, unintentionally if, funny. It's cats yeah, yeah. funny. It's not. If I'm saying if you if like, let's say they're fucking around. He did that. Like, fuck. OK, our production. Cl- Team is not equipped. Let's bring in like a biz marquee who who can like put a a beat to make that funny. Like I'm not trying to say he can sing it any any at all. I'm just saying (laughs) if they embrace the awfulness and maybe gave it like a like a fun kind of like a more like upbeat loose thing. Right. The the way it reads or listens, uh is like they're sincerely or they're earnestly trying mm-hmm. a song where you know what I'm gonna sing this one. I, I, think, no, I, yeah. I think I can give it a shot. And that that elevates it to the highest, most coveted position of uh so bad it's good. Mm-hmm. And I believe to a lesser degree, but in the same camp is play a hater, which is oh oh boy. Oh hater. Oh boy, put that bad boy on. Oh, oh boy. <laughs> Oh, I'm already laughing. Good evening. And for my last hit, I'd like to take you back to the classic. You hear that, Alex? Take you back to the classic. See, this is more like over the top ridiculous right now. But it still comes across as sincere. Yeah. Uh, all right, all right, all right. Okay, that's like the, Ooh, boy. Like that should have been like an interlude. It shouldn't have been like a full it song. Been axed. It should no. have been shot like him. I, <laughs> it's fucking so bad. I disagree. I think if they like that's funny that little clip we played, but it does get tiresome at four minutes. It's so long, it, and it, once again, it's just another example of l- dragging on the song. Every song in here is super long. Okay, so 
super, super long, but I fucking notorious thugs. Fucking uh, remind me, refresh my opening memory. track on disc two with Bone Thugs. I know, oh, okay. I know the listeners know this song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I'm I, just gonna play it because okay, it's go fucking dope. This is the only song that I don't mind that it's a million minutes long. It's a million minutes for sure. I just want to get a little bit of uh, Biggie rapping. Yeah. Because you think of him as like slow and plotting. In this song, you're like, motherfucker can rap fast. Yeah. Rap real fast. I mean, it's just, it's like a, just trying to keep up with Bone Thugs in general. Yeah. You gotta. Fighting Nick. But yeah, proving Mike's point that this could have been 30 seconds. Yeah. How long is it? How long have we been? We're a minute in. Okay, Jesus. This is a fucking metal intro, dude. dude. <laughs> We're never gonna get to the biggie. Yeah, there's no way. And too many can beg with us. We know no age with us. Yeah, he's good on it. Gambling. Okay, yeah, he sounds real good on there. Uh, Something since 92. Look at all the bullshit I've been through. My problem with that song is stemmed directly from my problem with Bone Thugs and Harmony. I, Every I, song is the same. I am not a big fan of Bone Thugs. R.I.P. Uncle Charles. Um, I miss my Uncle Charles. Um, but damn. It's not, you know, it's, a song. Good, it's a good song. Uh, and that, that, that's objective. It's a good song. It is exactly like every every Bone Thug song. It is exa- sure. it's the same thing. It is the same. They use the exact same rhythms in every song. For sure. And uh, the reason why I had a problem with it on this album is not like, like having a Bone Thug song like stylistically in terms of like the rapping style is way different mm-hmm. than the rest of the songs. But musically it is exactly the same. Every song in here is that minor key bullshit. Every mm-hmm. song is a sugary, sweet R and B minor key bullshit. And it's two hours of that kind of song. Mm-hmm. It, Oh, it wears on the soul. Oh, okay. it wears so heavy on the soul. Uh, yeah, I just fucking like, so I'm quoting, uh, I forget what comedian it is, but there's this, uh, podcast, uh, why AFE, uh, no, what, which, which one? Uh, which it's, one? so I'm going to quote the comedians. I feel so all fantasy, everything, all fantasy, everything. Okay. And they were talking about this song and they pointed out the, the lyric, um, straight up we know angel dust like mm-hmm. how much angel dust do you have to be smoking that you have to tell people this is a straight up weed no angel dust a lot of fucking angel dust. dude that, that is yesterday i was informed of someone that my mom knows that's that still does angel dust. holy shit <laughs> that was an old man too like Holy fuck, you didn't kill you yet? Yeah, so if you see that dude and he invites you. Yeah, ask him for sure. Is this saying to do 
Straight, I straight, weed, straight, straight up weed. Straight up weed. Okay. No okay. angel dust. Okay, good. Um, Nasty boy. Fucking sucks. Stupid. Stupid. You're annoying. Focusing on the wrong. It's a part of the album. It, is. it, it is. It is. Man. These are all songs, the, by the way, the ones that I'm naming, that in my second listen, because I only listen to this twice. Yeah. I listen to Ready to Die a lot of times. That, that I, on my second listen, I had to skip. I fucking couldn't sit through them again. <sighs> couldn't do it. Okay. So you bought up two songs and you, so you have another and player hater, but in between those two pieces of crap bread, you have going back to Cali. Oh, right. And 10 yeah. crack commandments. Like those are two. So going back to Cali, uh, the, uh, it's a good song. Yeah. I, it's like it's very reminiscent of hypnotize mm-hmm. the same type of For bass. Sure. Bum, 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 that really yeah. exaggerated it's, bass. It's, it's very uh, West Coast. Yeah, I don't know how, how I didn't. I just realized that right now that a lot of West Coast rappers. Oh yeah, ooh, they love that sound. That G funk sound. Bum, bum, bum. Yeah, it, I hate that bass sound. I fucking hate it. That P funk. Um, but as far as the song goes, uh, and his off key semi singing in the chorus really works there mm-hmm. um going going back back to cali cali yeah that, that works pretty well uh yeah. cool song and then i'm just gonna play a little bit of 10 crack commandments one two three four five six seven eight it's the, uh, it's the 10 crack commandments this could have been on like ready to die yeah. Uh. Yeah, for sure. No, actually, what what Public Enemy song is that from? I am not sure, and I'm ashamed of myself. Yeah, because it's like in like I know it. Like yeah, I, I fucking know it. But um, what was I gonna? Okay, so. Uh, his actual raps on this album they're did not, not did not even remotely come even a hair they're not close to the, they don't they don't like paint a picture the way they do on ready to die not even close and not as interesting and they are in terms of the actual phrasing the thing i love the most about what he does it's just i'm just gonna i'm just gonna wrap these i'm just gonna wrap mm-hmm. them straight yeah. the whole man if you have a double album it is your you duty to make your duty to make it interesting because no one's attention span is is that good. No mm. one. Uh, and it's it, everything that I liked about the first album is gone here. And man, I agree. How do you, how do you go from being the best rapper to being this? I think, like I said, I think on Ten Crack Commandments and uh, Bleed and what was the other and like what's beef. Those are kind of grounded and ready to die. And then there's a lot of like experimentation and or for better or worse experimentation. And this dabbling into like pop and R&B like um, like Sky's the Limit is a great like R&B Biggie song. Again, not like visually. Right. But like it works. Um, you're nobody till somebody kills you is another. Oh one yeah, that I feel like is is grounded or like, for yeah, foreshadowing. It's a uh, man, and I mean he was somebody when he was alive, but boy, does that immortalize you to get shot 
and murdered that young. Yep. Man. So, yeah, I feel like, uh, yeah, we've talked about, I mean, it's a long album. So, so like, so very long. real quick, The World is Filled with Too Short. Obviously, just crazy, overtly sexual song. But uh, when he says, I ain't going to lie, I pimped out her SSI. That's fuck. Again, it's funny. You need more like humor in a Biggie album to me. Yeah. This and that, and that. that's kind of like going back to that. Those those funny lyrics. Because, um, yeah, a lot of the, the way the first time I had these clever, just everything was so funny about the first one. This everything here uh, comes across as him. It's like, you know what? We're gonna make a we're gonna make a serious album. We're gonna we're, this is this mm-hmm. is uh, no we're we're legit now. Okay, take it seriously. Which is immediate immediately you don't want to take it seriously for that. Yeah. And then also when man, the, those fucking sung tracks. Another and play here. It's just it's so abysmal. It's can it's. I really would like to know what, why, how, what, I, what was going on in the studio. I I'm, I can't say for sure. Um, I think something that like made ready to die so great is it's mostly the one producer and this one is just a plethora. Oh, oh, that's not good for cohesiveness. Yeah. So, I mean, all rappers do that now, but I feel like they're kind of better at having like a, a comprehensive vision on their albums now. Mm -hmm. Um, and then it's, it's a bit of a lit down. It's still worth a listen, but like, I remember finding out Long Kiss Goodnight was like produced by RZA and I was like back in the day like man this is gonna be amazing and it's just it's better in my head it's better on paper it's still worth a listen it's not bad but oh that's uh, they, yeah not bad but also not living up to the it's not a cl- classic classic yeah when you get like a bunch of big names like that and it, it does it's not brilliant then it automatically comes across as shit. Also, it's so weird. Like he was like beefing with like everyone. So it's like funny. The he man did, knew beef. He he told you what beef was. Mm-hmm. Probably asked, uh, where's the beef a lot? Um, but yeah, it's so like weird. Like he did song with Method Man. He did a song with the RZA, but like he hated Raekwon and Ghostface. <laughs> and Ghostface and Raekwon hated him. They why? They, I mean, Ghostface is out of his mind. I know that. Uh, what was it? Oh, they felt like I think Illmatic came out before Ready to Die, and they felt like the Ready to Die thing was ripping off the Illmatic cover because they both have like babies on the cover. Oh, okay. And right. Yeah, and then uh, eventually, I think on uh, Fish Scales, the Ghostface album, they ended up like remixing one of these Biggie songs and mm-hmm. like. It's all obviously water under the bridge now, but so weird. And then like, even like, I forget what song he did on this, uh, DJ premier produced a track and he like took jabs at DJ premier too. It's <laughs> crazy. And then, uh, then he, he somehow he was shot and killed. Uh, biggest coincidence, uh, nothing related to all the shit you just said. Man made enemies made lots of enemies. Uh, even Bone Thugs was like getting in really? on the jabs. Like uh, they got random shots on this album against Three Six Mafia and Twista, who I didn't even know was like recording music in '97. I know that is. 
dude, he was like, uh, I don't know about now, but uh, I for a bit, I think he was like officially like the world's fastest rapper. He's on that <laughs> really? that tracks that Kanye tracks slow jams. Mm-hmm. And this raps real quick. Okay, all right, quicker than Bone Thugs. So that's probably shit. why they were like, "Ooh, oh, challenging our throne." Yeah, yeah. yeah. And I bet his not all his songs sound the same too. I bet. Mm-mm-mm-mm. I think he probably does. They do. He know, he I'm like just talking shit. I don't have any opinion. He, he fell into the uh, the trap of doing the the slow jams, fast rhymes. I'm just. No, that's how I hear all of their. That's more like Bone Thugs. That is more like Bone Thugs. Yeah. What did? I'm trying to no, I'm not even gonna try to do twist uh I don't want I don't want that. You don't want that hate? You don't want that. I don't want that smoke. I don't right, want that, that twister. But That's, if I hear it, I'll do it. I need I need practice like uh I always like joke around again with Dylan when we go to karaoke. It's like well we'll we'll put in Kanye's slow jam and we'll rock, paper, scissors, and loser does twisters first. Man, that's gnarly. That's that we sounds- never do it. We never do it, but uh-huh. it's just like joking, like uh-huh. Uh-huh. like loser does twisters first, right? <laughs> the, the the fate worse than death. <laughs> uh, oh man! So if we're gonna go by our usual rules, which we're not, obviously one good, one well, bad for well, me, one real good, one real bad for Alex, not so much. Real quick, uh-huh. we got to talk. Oh yeah, no, yeah, yeah. Okay, I was just saying, just as far as yeah. the actual albums that he released during his life, well, not necessarily during his life, but. His I'm albums. pretty much, yeah, yeah, but there's a couple. There's there's a lot of. He was famous. He can make money even when he's dead. So therefore, things were still being released mm-hmm. that aren't exactly canon, but they're out there. Which are these things? What are, what am I talking? So about? the first one was released in '99. It's called "Born Again." These are more like unreleased tracks that they bought on like other rappers, mm-hmm. and to me, like. The best, the best song on here is "Dead Wrong" with Eminem. So good. Um, what else is "Big Booty Hose" with Too Short is fun. Yeah, but yeah, it's Too just is very fun. It's just not. It's it's long. It's an hour fifteen. Everything he does is long. Yeah, everything he, everything except live. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> but so to me, like. If you need more, like this album is is suitable, it's fine. And then you get to like 2005 mm-hmm. duets, the final chapter. This cover I've seen everywhere. That's because that that was I don't know. That's when I like started paying attention to music. Like the the Biggie duets mm-hmm. came out, which ironically, uh, track three, "Spit Your Game" has Twister on it. Oh wait, so he is. A fan. <laughs> well, I mean, twist. Yeah, like it's okay. I'm so confused by all, like so much beef going around. But yeah, these songs are. <sighs> How long is this this thing? This is also an hour thirteen. Jesus Christ! Just wrap it up, man. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Yeah. Uh, and, and, well, okay, so who's on the? He's out on this. This is more like remixed. Like you uh-huh. recognize all the verses and courses on here. Like uh, they just take things and they'll turn like spit your game. Okay. It's, uh, I'm blanking, but spit your game, talk your shit. Um, and then, yeah, it's just 
I feel like a lot of the production suffers from being like pretty dated. Mm-hmm. Um, like, like uh, 1970 something is fun with the game, but it's just like, uh, yeah, you can't really, not really what you want. I'm going to play that. That one, I think if you're going to listen to one song off the Biggie duets, uh, this one with Jay-Z. Okay. Throw your hands in the sky, nigga. Like it's mean. I'm sticking ice picks on the tip of your dick. Give your testicles a swift kick. Ain't that some shit? Am I hard, hard core? Harder than the Plymouth. So where did this, is this like an unreleased recording? Uh, a big rapping. So what you want, nigga? I don't you think so. I hope I love to see I, this is probably like a, a B-side or like... Okay. He was a good man. The whole thing is like a B-side. Yeah, or like recycled. This one more than the other one. Uh, uh-huh. Is this recycled lyrics from various songs he did. Mm-hmm. And then I got to continue the theme of talking about corn. <laughs> How does corn play in this? It's surprisingly. I wanted it to be a car wreck. I'm sorry, corn. I always want your songs to be a car wreck. They usually are. And it's not. It's not bad. Also produced by Atticus Ross, who does film scores, and I think he's in Nine Inch Nails now. Really? This, this there's, man, there's members of Nine Inch Nails that aren't Trent Reznor. I Atticus. Ross and Trent Reznor are basically like one person now. They fucking collab really? on oh. everything. Like a Nick Cave and Warren Ellis? Yeah. Uh. The dudes won an Oscar. So, okay. This is the, the corn track. Jeez. I just don't think Jonathan Davis's voice. There's a corn track on here. I didn't even know that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Christ, of course. Oh my god. I think if you got that sci-fi uh yeah thing uh, out of there. Yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, it wouldn't be bad. I don't think, yeah, get rid of that. That's a that's some weird drowned out vocals. Like this isn't awful. The bass oddly sounds good for Fieldy. I know. You know, I got a, I got a controversial opinion here. Controversial take. I don't think Fieldy's that bad of a bassist. Ooh. And I and the reason why I say that, I think I think it's his poor decision to play the bass that he does. Yeah. And the tuning that it, that it is in, and the fact that. That slapping garbage sound uh, became synonymous with their sound. With corn. So they keep producing it that way. Yeah. Uh, they played it, played his tricks. Which, I think that they, I think that the first two corn albums are good despite his bass, not okay. because of his bass. Now, that is once again our obligatory conversation on corn in every fucking episode. Yep. I'm so <laughs> Let's go- move on from corn. But yeah, so uh, Born Again, if you need more Biggie, worth a listen. Mm-hmm. The duets, this <sighs> really the Jay-Z song and the this song with the game on it. Those are mm-hmm. those are the the two. The two out of the gigantic hour and 15 minute long album. Oh boy. Oh boy. And that is uh that's all she wrote. For, yes. For Biggie. Yes. As we said earlier, he final album was put out 16 days after he died. 
uh, fucking to this day. I mean, we we're talking about him for a reason. Yeah. Made his impact. It's not and a fat joke. I swear to God. I, well, I, we've made plenty of fat jokes. Yeah, I, know, I feel like he made plenty yeah, of fat jokes. Yeah. yeah. There, there's uh, one intro track. I forgot to write what it was, but like someone calls and they're breathing heavy. I'm like, oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm like, motherfuckers is probably eating, eating some a, a large meal. Like, probably eating a large meal. That is a, one of the more, uh, I don't know. I thought it was funny. I don't think it was meant to be funny, but that was pretty funny. That was pretty fucking funny. A lot of the skits on that second album, they, like, they don't seem like they're, again, like the rest of the album, it doesn't seem like they're trying to be funny. It seems mm. like they're trying I to do skits. Intentionally. Yeah, again, so bad it's good, but I still think it's pretty bad. Yeah. I think, <laughs> I think if you warm up to those, those better songs that I was talking about, it kind of, it, it muddies the waters, but Anything that's that long and isn't yeah. like classic start to finish, it's it's gonna hurt it. It's really hard to make an album that long that's classic start. To, like I, I'm having a lot of trouble thinking. Mm. I, I mean, the obvious one, yeah, the the white album, like, okay. but that's not two hours. It's not two hours. Yeah. What the fuck? Like, I mean, I can think of a, a few Swans albums that are. This mm. is not even close to hip hop, <laughs> but two hours. And the thing is. With those Swans albums, it's like a cheating two hours because so much of it is ambience yes. and like silence and like buildup uh, or Godspeed Black Emperor, like two mm -hmm. hour albums, but it's a lot of it's buildup and, and ambience. This is just song after song after song. It's I to, to, I defy you to fucking find one. That's that's just song after song, yeah. two hours, and it's perfect. Fucking to, dare you. To me, the, the songs that like really work are not the same as ready to die but to me the like classics on it like really like has the essence of that um are like they really really work even if they're not like hypnotized and going back to cali and notorious thugs are just i don't i think they slap i think they're good they're there if you're listening to this podcast right now uh, you like those songs for sure. Yeah. There's no way. There's no way you don't like those songs. I didn't. I mean, I have probably problems with them for damn sure, but objectively, they're good songs. Structurally and arrangement wise, hell no. Hell no. <laughs> but that's just the fucking nerd in me talking. Mm -hmm. um, objectively, you can dance to it. It's fun. Yes. Album sucks though. Don't listen to it. <laughs> I just, I, it's, I think like every, every other, this could have been one solid album. I put in my notes. I don't even got to check it because I remember. <laughs> I remember writing it. Yeah. If, I wrote if this was an EP, it would still suck. <laughs> That's how much I hate it. You're salty. <laughs> I'm salty for sure. You're salty like the man's diet. Oh, so. All right, P. Man, I mean, these diabetes didn't take him. I was gonna say diabetes and cholesterol didn't take him. Hell no. Hell no. Bullets did. <laughs> They're bad for your health. Uh, yeah, definitely not great. Okay, uh, we made it to a typically long episode because I we're knew I fucking could do pros. It. God damn it! We're Hell pros. yeah! Hell so, yeah! Sorry, I'm getting up uh, sweaty now. Uh, but thank you so much for listening. You know what? Cut myself off. I think I prefer not having a mic stand. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna ditch it do entirely. It. Do ditch it entirely. Yeah. Uh, thank you so much for listening and watching. If you'd like to give us some feedback or some love or some hate or I don't know, suggest an artist. Maybe we'll talk about it. Actually, probably for sure we'll talk about anything you suggest. We have some suggestions that we've received coming up pretty soon. 
uh, we just got to like squeeze them. <clears throat> we have to squeeze them in the schedule and like the, the record date uh, compared to the air date is like a month like difference. So it's, if you send a request for sure, it's getting done. We acknowledge it. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Uh, it just, it takes a while to come out, but if you want to send us your requests, please do that. Send that to every at gmail.com. And if you like the podcast, please tell your buddies, tell your friends, tell your enemies, uh, that's like the most important thing. I, I really give a shit about word of mouth way more than anything. I don't give a fuck so about, too. I don't give a fuck about likes, about comments, about, uh, I don't know. I, word of mouth. Cause man, you trust your butt. You trust your friends. Mm-hmm. If they say this is pretty solid, I will eventually get to it. We care about <laughs> the shares more than we do the likes. Yeah. Uh, or even like just t- talking about it, like just saying, Hey, you don't have to check us out, face but I enjoyed this thing. Yeah. yeah. I gave a shit about that more. Um, I don't know, whatever, but do that or don't do that. Anyway, uh, biggie, biggie podcast, biggie podcast, biggie playlist on Spotify should be in the description of wherever you're listening and watching as well as every album ever.com. It's there along with all the playlists for every episode that we've done. It's been, a uh, uh, wild ride. My God. I it, love it. We're not stopping. Oh my God. We haven't stopped yet. <laughs> we've been listening man. And like, uh, new developments, quote unquote, uh, during, so this is a little inside baseball. Uh, we're not going to give away any, any spoilers, but a bit of a teaser. We are, or this week we were listening to two bands or two artists, uh, Biggie and then whatever is going to come out next week. We're doing them simultaneously because of like scheduling constraints. I, man, I mentioned this to Alex. I really like this. I like putting multiple within one week because it keeps me some palate cleansers. Absolutely. And it's not because like palate cleansers are important when you're binging an entire discography, but it's great for, uh, like actual productivity when your, your palate cleanser is also, going towards your work. Yep. It's, it's wonderful. I think it's great. Uh, so just that alone, man, it just like, it reinvigorated my enthusiasm to to do this shit. Uh, so I'm just rambling at this point. I could, uh, whatever back to plugs, plugs. Yes. You can follow me on Instagram at pounder monkey. That's, uh, actually Pope Jesse. Fuck. I just got myself mixed up. Pounder monkey is my music (laughs) shit. Follow pounder monkey and also Pope Jesse Ventura for my personal, uh, stuff. Alex at mother puncture. If you're, if you're, uh, usually I'll post some spoilers, albums, little, little tastes, little taste, little album covers. If, uh, if, if you just need more and you're like, what are they going to do next? Uh, I, w- I will post albums pertaining to, yeah, yeah. but as usual, thank you so much for listening. And we are going to wrap it up with a song of biggies. Of Alex's choice, of course. What what are we listening to? So I'm doing this song because again he loves robbing people and it's one of the funniest lyrics ever. He says, Jacked her, then I asked her, Who's the man? She said B I G. Then I busted her E Y E. Fuck, that's so good. Ooh, so nasty, so, so wrong. So this is off the nasty boy. You nasty. <laughs> <laughs> this off the Born Again album. This is dead wrong featuring Eminem. Thanks for listening. See ya. Bad boy, baby. Yeah. yeah.
open the door I lay your head on the floor With your body spread on the bedspread Red on the wall, red on the ceiling Red on the floor, get a new whore Met on the second, red on the third Then she's dead on the fourth, I'm dead wrong